You're listening to the Simple Pen Podcast. Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 145 of the Simple Pin Podcast. I'm your host, Kate All, and I'm the owner and founder of Simple Pin Media. We're a Pinterest management company that helps our clients get more traffic from Pinterest. But I also have this podcast where I help you DIY your Pinterest marketing. Today we're going to be talking about how to target local audiences on Pinterest. We're going to break that down into a couple of different parts. Basically, what local businesses should target local audiences on Pinterest and how to go about doing that. And then we're going to talk about some examples and maybe next steps after you get your organic traffic mastered. But we really want to have this be an honest episode that answers that question, is Pinterest right for local businesses? Is it the right platform to use? So we're going to walk through that in just a couple of minutes. But before we get started, I want to say two things. Those of you who are listening usually fall into three types of Pinterest marketing categories. There are those who are just starting out, those who are eager to grow, and always make sure they're staying one step ahead of everyone, and those who want to hire a professional to manage their account. For those of you who are totally new, you're listening to the podcast, this podcast might not be the best one to dive into right away, but definitely listen, take notes, especially if you're a local business. And if you want to get started on Pinterest after listening, go to simplepinmedia.com slash start. You're probably pretty confused about Pinterest. You're struggling to figure out how to build the right foundation for your brand. We're going to walk you through over the course of four weeks through a newsletter series, how to eliminate that frustration and also eliminate the chance that you might throw in the towel on Pinterest before you even get started by helping you get set up well. Those of you who have been listening to all of my podcasts, you've taken a ton of courses, you're growing really well. We want to make sure that you are being efficient and smart with your Pinterest marketing so that it's not taking up too much of your business time, but it's really growing in the way that you want. So for that, you can go to simplepinmedia.com slash grow. We have a newsletter series for you as well that we're going to walk you through some steps, link to some podcasts, really help you get the right information the right way and in the right sequential order. Also asking some tough questions along the way of how you're doing with your Pinterest marketing. Those of you who are just ready to hire us, we're ready to work with you. So you can go to simplepinmedia.com and just click on work with us. You'll see a variety of options. We have a suite of services from one-time services and consults with me to monthly management to promoted pins. Just complete the form and we'll figure out how to best serve you. All right, with that, let's dive into episode 145 on how to target local audiences on Pinterest. So most of the audiences I speak with have an online component to their business. They either sell online services, products, or they provide content. So most of these audiences, they mostly get Pinterest. They might not like it, but they do know that because they are an online provider in some way and they need an online you know, presence, they generally know how it works. But there's another marketing niche 
that really does have a hard time wrapping their brain around Pinterest. And that is local vendors, local businesses. So here's what I mean when I'm referring to a local business, maybe a therapist office, a dentist, a doctor, hair salon, a spa, construction companies, landscape companies, maybe a company that has a physical retail location, but they don't sell products online. So these are ones that um, I would say they have a little bit of a tougher time figuring out how to get their footing on Pinterest. We've shared a lot of local service providers, especially those in the wedding industry and how they can capture leads through Pinterest. And we specifically have um, a couple episodes devoted to that. But in episode 114, we talked with Vanessa Kynes about really how to dial into that. So one of the things before we talk about goals and whether or not this will work is we want to remember that Pinterest is a lead generator. So it's really a way to capture email addresses, eyeballs, awareness. It's really this place where we're going to dump a bunch of leads into a funnel and your job is to kind of warm them up, have them get to know you, and then eventually buy your product or come into your shop. So the way that we try to do that with a local business is the really the goal is to try to figure out um, how to connect with that person so they want to be prompted to come into your physical location. And really, this is done with the keyword search component of Pinterest about um, what you do or sharing your expertise. Targeting a local audience on Pinterest may not be your primary method of generating those leads. For the wedding professionals or photographers, I kind of feel like it's a no-brainer. You absolutely need to be on Pinterest. But I also know that for everybody else, like Yelp or Google might be the place that people are going to go to find out about you. And a friend of mine had asked me about her, her and her husband's dental practice and said, hey, do you think this would be really good for us on Pinterest? And truthfully, my first answer was no, because I knew that for them to really target their local audience here in Oregon, they had to really put a lot of efforts behind the reviews of the people who had come into their office. Because we all know if we're going to choose to go somewhere, we kind of want to hear some feedback. We want to hear a little bit more about like, hey, did you love this dentist's office? Do they have great reviews? Like Yelp and Google is really where we go. So if you are, I, I would say, if you're in the dental, the doctor, um, the physical therapy kind of realm, if you haven't put your efforts towards that first, I'm going to say do that first. Because moving into Pinterest does require that you start to create some content. And we're going to talk about that in just a second. So I wouldn't put the cart before the horse just yet. But if you feel like your Yelp and your Google game, even Facebook um, with they have reviews on there too, is like really dialed in, you can try Pinterest, you just have to have the right mindset about it. Pinterest is all about building awareness and showcasing your articles, your knowledge. It's not really the place where you're going to see a pin that's like, hey, get, um, you know, $50 off your next dental cleaning. You don't really see that a whole lot. But you do see a lot. In fact, this ad comes across all the time for me. I think it's um, 
smile is it they create um custom dental like uh, mouth guards this is so funny that i know this so i grind my teeth all the time and that's maybe i don't know how they would know that but i get targeted by it all the time so it's how to build that or maybe even how to do um, the Invisalign. Like those kind of things would be good to target people because you can definitely have a shipping component, like an online component to it. But if you're just a standalone dental office in like a really small town or even here in Portland, it just might not be a good fit. So the reason I want to lay that out for you is I really want to create some distinguishers as to what I'm thinking and what type of product offering you have to have. Think of it as like, I only offer this product to this small location, or I could potentially offer it to other people, or um, I can talk a lot about my product and people in Portland might connect with it. And an example of that might be like a landscaping company. A landscaping company could take so many amazing pictures of the stuff that they've done, and that could lead to a description on their website about all the ways that they have um, created this beautiful backyard with somebody in this location. And then at the bottom say, if you are local to the Portland, Oregon area, this is how you contact us. So it's the chances of it happening might be a little bit lower, but you still want to try to see if you can capture those people in the area if the opportunity presents itself. So hopefully that gives you a little bit of where I'm coming from with this. It's a, it's kind of a strange one. It's a little bit of a fuzzy area, but if you are a local business and you want to target a local audience, here's some things that I would love for you to do. Just begin to get that in place. Number one, your profile needs to communicate your branding and it needs to be optimized for location. So what this could look like is we're going to say, um, landscaping, I man, I'm not good at coming up with names right now, but let's say it's I'm awesome landscaper. And that would be your name. And then in the description, you could say Portland, Oregon landscaping services, blah, 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 blah. You could talk about it a little bit more like specializing in residential locations. The key there is you have Portland, Oregon in the location. In addition, in your settings, you can set a location. I would highly, highly, highly recommend that you do that. So you want to both set your location and then write your location in your profile description. The reason we do that is that if somebody comes onto your profile, they know right away that you're local to them. And so there's just a, this connection right there. You also want to use keywords in three specific places. Your profile, like I just talked about just now, your board names, your board descriptions, and your pin descriptions. Because you're a landscaper based out of Portland, Oregon, the best boards for you to create would be Portland land. I, I, again, these are hard to come up on the fly, right? Like I didn't write a lot of these out. These descri these descriptions are coming to mind as we're talking. But I would I don't know a lot about landscaping, so I probably shouldn't have taken this um, example right away. But I would say definitely demonstrate the types of landscapes that you've done. It could be drought-friendly landscapes, although we get quite a bit of rain. It can be um, rain barrels. It can be a lot of different things that are very unique to the Northwest. 
These can be the names of those boards. And I would definitely include um, landscaping services in Portland, Oregon. And you can pin a bunch of your images that are maybe some of your client work. The thing I want you to be thinking about here is that the names of your boards need to always include the location. So um, we talked about this a lot in the wedding one is venues in Portland, wedding venues in Portland or wedding venues in Oregon. We also, you could also target it with, um, you know, this is a great one too. I'm going to kind of jump over to somebody who does hair. So hair is a big one on like Yelp, right? Like that's really where you would go if you're going to try to really find a new stylist. But one of the really cool things that I've seen happen on Pinterest is people search haircuts all the time, all the time. And one really cool thing when my daughter was searching for a haircut, we put in like medium length um, curly haircut or something like that. Well, somebody had pinned something from an Instagram page because they wanted to remember it. And it went to her Instagram page. And then when I looked through everything, I realized she had other shots of these types of haircuts, right? So Instagram is also a good one to integrate here. Well, what was interesting is that um, she did have all of her location on Instagram. She had all of her information. So even though I didn't get all of that from Pinterest, I found ways to find more out about her. So... just remember too, like if you are using Instagram, like let's say you're a hairstylist, you don't have a website, but you are showcasing all of the different cuts that you do, all the different colors, you can lead them to Instagram because that's really kind of all you have right now. You don't have a website. That's okay. And people do save a lot of these haircuts all the time. I would just also, I don't recommend that people put the name of their business in the pin description. But in this case, because you want them to remember the name of your business and the location, I would put your name and location at the end of the description. So I cut awesome hair, Portland, Oregon, or Portland, Oregon, right? I would test out some of that. So the whole idea of your profile branding and choosing the boards that you want to create is you are talking about the service that you provide or your physical location or the people that you work with. It doesn't have to be a lot of boards, but you're just showing that your your profile communicates your message. And it really targets the people who also put Portland or Oregon or whatever your location is in their search. All right, so the other thing is photos. So can you just take these random photos from your site that are super small, you can't see them, or they're square? No, you're going to have to up your image game. Pinterest wants really great photos that are two to three. That's vertical, a two to three ratio. So a size for that would be 600 by 900, 735 by 1102, which is Canva, and then 1000 by 1500. Those are all two to three, and that's really what they're looking for. So if you were going to have this, um, you know, like a page on your site that has all the stuff that you did for a landscaper, it's these beautiful images of the client that you last worked on. If you have a square image on there or a horizontal image, don't pin that, but create a pin that has multiple images in it, kind of like a collage of this particular account that you worked on. And then you could have a couple keywords that talk about it, three or so, that you could put as a text overlay. A lot of people use Canva. Some people use PicMonkey. Some people even use Photoshop. 
The whole reason you're adding that text overlay is you want to communicate what somebody will see on the other side. And so when you look at um, even this dental company that I was talking about, they have just a little bit of a teaser, but they do have a picture of if it's Invisalign or a mouth guard, I don't know which one it is, but I know that I'm going to be matched up with a company who works with these types of products that help my teeth. Right. And so this person's going to know like, oh, they do landscaping in Portland, Oregon. Oh, I love this. And here I'm going to go click over and see what they did. People are always looking for great ideas. And so when you have a showcasing of what you offer, remember at the bottom of your website, because remember, Pinterest is capturing leads, potential leads. You're going to pour a bunch into a bucket and funnel it down to just a few. You always want to have a call out at the end of that post that says, hey, if you're interested in working with us and you're in the Portland area, fill out this form. We would love to contact you. You want to take the images that you created and you want to pin those to your boards. The first step in creating content as well is to think about what your person is already browsing on Pinterest. So we talked about keywords. We talked about images. What is it? that they're searching to find you. So go onto Pinterest at the top of the search bar, start typing in some words. Remember, do it by your location too, add that in there, see if people are already talking about, you know, physical therapy or occupational therapy or therapy for kids. Like I said, I don't think a doctor or a dentist is gonna be necessarily a really good fit unless you sell an online product. Again, like the mouth guard. But those in like the design space, real estate agents, wedding vendors, stylists, both hair and makeup and fashion, Pinterest can be an amazing lead generator for you. So let's review a few of the things you'll want to start with. And this is just start. I'm not talking strategy here. This is just really get yourself up and running. Is your profile number one? If I was to come onto your profile, I should know exactly who you are and what you do. And I should definitely see your location. You should use keywords in the boards that you create. I would start out with 10 boards, add 10 pins, and start out with what are the people searching. You know, you're going to go on there and you're going to use those words as your board names. And then begin to create one image for where you're going to lead them on your site. This is really, really important. I see a lot of local businesses doing this. You upload an image and you don't link it anywhere please, please, please remember to link it. There's a little place in there that says destination URL. Put that in there because an image on Pinterest is just an image. It doesn't do anything. So that's how you really start getting up and running. And then don't just set it and then walk away from it. Go back to your boards, go back to your pins, look at what's happening pin your stuff at least every day. And that's more strategy. I don't want to get into that too much yet. But really just look at what's working on there. Look at what people are searching. Look at what other people are creating for their content. I love the inspiration of looking at what people are talking about and even in the Pinterest marketing space. And believe me, they're talking about a lot of stuff. But go on there and always use your location. So you can dive into promoted pins after this and you can in promoted pins, you can target by zip code, I believe, or that's coming out. I think, don't quote me on that quite yet. I need to do a little bit of digging on that. But I know a lot of local businesses that dive right into promoted pins, but I would strongly suggest that you really master these basics here of Pinterest marketing 
and then um, then go into the paid waters. Why? Like I said, I've seen plenty of companies hire out for promoted pins before they know what type of images resonate with their audience or keywords. And as a result, I've seen some of these companies have pins that just lead to their main homepage. And the pin is just so lackluster. It doesn't have a whole lot there. It's just throwing spaghetti on a wall. It's as if the company who's doing the paid advertise, advertising has no idea how Pinterest works. So what I would recommend is go to the basics, all the ones I've listed above, and then you can build out from there. So profile branding, strong keywords, and looking at your images and looking at um, how you can communicate your local message on those images. All right, so for more information and um, tips on what you can do for local business, head to simplepinmedia.com slash 145. Also, if you are a local business who is listening and you're rocking it and you have some great suggestions for our audience, I would love, love, love to hear them. We have not worked with clients here outside of consulting, but not monthly management who are local businesses. And we would absolutely love to hear your feedback. We'd love to hear what you're doing. It's one of the things that I think is really powerful about the community and Pinterest marketing is there's people using it in really creative ways to grow their business. And I am sure of it that there's some of you out there who are doing local marketing on Pinterest and you're killing it. So again, go to simplepinmedia.com slash 145 for more information. And then also comment on the blog post and let us know how you're utilizing Pinterest for your local marketing. Alrighty, everybody. Thanks so much for listening.